On this episode, the Gnostic Deluge, we're going back to the Hermetica, and we're exploring its longest text, known as Asclepius. As we work our way through the first half of this text, we discover answers to why humans differ from each other, why mankind is on earth, what makes them unique, why God didn't eliminate evil from the world, and how we can overcome it through true philosophy. Enjoy! Okay, well, Brandon. Hey, Mark. It's been a while, as Stained said. In the words of Stained. In the words of the great rock and roll alternative act, Stained. Anyway. Um, yeah, let's not mention the other songs we were humming before yeah, we started. But uh, it's been a little bit because uh, we kind of got a little overwhelmed by what we were trying to do with the the book by uh what's his name um price yeah james price and we just decided Screw we had it. actually we recorded oh yeah uh, we, did, we, did. we had recorded two episodes but they the second one was so bad it just didn't it would didn't flow so we just decided to scrap it for now and maybe return and do it later so if if you've been wondering where the heck did these guys go we were just kind of like i was kind of burnt out because of after well, that how much work we put into it yeah i was like gosh dang it so this is good because first of all this is our first this is it's exciting because we now have a a an episode that was never aired like we never published lost episode. We now have a lost episode. We're not lost, but we a hidden episode, right? Yeah. But the thing, the other reason why I, I was telling my, I was trying to explain to my wife about this, mm-hmm. like why. Hi, Ann. I was trying to explain like Hi, what happened, mm-hmm. like and why we're not going to use it. And I, the best thing I can come up with is rather than like blaming my inadequacy, my mental inadequacies, you know, I I I just well, I was being fair, and I'm like. Some things just really aren't meant to be talked about too much. You know, some things don't translate into words very well. Yeah, sometimes you'll read something and you'll you'll be like, Oh my gosh, this is so like enlightening and Yeah. But then when you try to talk about it to somebody, it doesn't come out the same. Well and I think <laughs> I think even James Price, I think that it was probably a huge challenge for him to even write it because it is the, even if you're reading it, it does kind of like it will lose you quick. Yeah, like it's you, you just tread through it and go, okay, yeah, all right, yeah, you know, and and part part of it too was, I think some of the, I don't know, some of the things he talks about might not pertain to the Book of Revelation either. Yeah, like using the Eastern. Yep kind of ch- chakras yeah you know i was like well that's but anyway it's a really if if you're curious <laughs> i'd recommend getting uh james m price it's p-r-y-s-e yeah. his last name is yeah. and, and uh his book uh what's it called it's called the initiation of um john or yon yoannis yeah yeah um, and so he takes, he, he goes through and explains how actually the book of, anyway, enough about that, but so we're, we don't got an episode for yeah. that. So yeah. we're, we just decided 
I was like, gosh dang, what are we going to do? And I was like, well, we'll go back to the Hermetica. Yeah, there, there was, was some things that we didn't do, we didn't talk about, and uh, we we f- we felt like it was there was still still relevant pieces to go over. So, oh yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And it and this is something that is more like can it talkable, right? Discussable. Yeah, because the thing, yeah, the thing with that, the other thing is that there was a lot of explaining that needed to be done, and we're not like him where he yeah he has all this background information we're kind of we're just kind of dipping our toes in into the deluge you know you know what that's the good way to put it one of the things that we try and do when all the texts that we cover is we do read certain sections but we don't want to just read from beginning to end yeah we we might as well just make a we might as well just record like a, an audiobook version of it for yeah. for you and we don't yeah. want to do that yeah and for his book for James Price's book like there was too many moments where it's like the only thing we could have done to explain it was just to continue to read. Yeah, and then and yeah, so so anyway, so, so we're doing we're, a we're, we're doing, doing a, we're doing Asclepius. Yes, out of uh, James or Brian P. Copenhaver's yeah, uh, Hermetica, which is nice because when we did the Corpus Hermeticum, we we didn't we weren't on the same version. Well, we eventually got into it. I think near the end we did. Yeah. You were but, using Copenhaver's. I was using like a couple different versions that I had access to that I was using. Well, because uh, there was... Yeah, because the original one I was using was Meads. Yeah. And I was using... Well, I was using Scott's for a time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I actually read through that uh, in the last few days. And it's actually pretty good. But um, we decided to do Copenhaver's. It's kind of like the more modern... And from what we've read before when we were doing Copenhaver or when we were doing the Corpus Hermeticum, mm-hmm. we read that Copenhaver was like one of the better uh, yeah. translations. So we're, yeah, we're, we're just going to start. Kind of. We decided just not even, not even like, not even like play around with different versions. We're just going to do Copenhaver. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm going to soda up. Yeah. If you hear you me, sn- if, you, if you hear me sniffling, it's Mark's fault. Before uh, we re- start re- recording today, he gave me a uh, breakfast burrito and the red sauce kind of got to me a little bit. Yeah. So it's Mark's fault if you hear me sniffle. I'm trying not to. Yeah, it's my fault. You can edit that out if you want, Mark. No, it's fine. Do you want to... I got, uh, got some Dr. Peppers. Oh, sweet. Ginger beers. Uh, I haven't even seen, so surprise... Just oh, well, hand it's not me. a big surprise. Okay, just hand me... Yeah, don't worry. Hand, just you hand want me. a ginger beer, though? Yeah, yeah. I haven't had one in a while. Is it a... Yeah, um? It's just a gosling. Nice. It's a sugar-free one. Yeah. My um, my kids have been drinking a lot of fever trees lately. Oh, I got some fever trees in here too. Do you? Yeah, if you want one, like the straight up fever tree. Yeah. Oh, they've been drinking. No, the God thing is fine. They've been they drinking got a diet or no? They okay. don't. And that's my that's my point is they don't. They've been drinking a lot of fever trees lately, and I'll I I I'll drink sodas or things that have sugar, but I don't make it big. I don't do it very often. Mm-hmm. You know, and so yeah, these are these ones that we have are just the small bottles. I oh, told yeah. Tanya to drink these. Are those are the is that the from Costco? Yeah, yeah. So we can have those as a little treat, yeah. treat ourselves. So anyway, um, well, the Asclepius I think was one of the ones, one of the more popular ones, and it was in Latin. Yeah, so it was popular because it was in Latin, so therefore. By the time it was in circulation, 
you know, in during the time when all the in early Christianity, when everybody was like trying to like argue about what things were real, and there was like the Gnostics, and there you know, Latin was a Latin was more um, re- better received at that point. I think, yeah. but I think another reason why it's popular because it's it's like a lot. It's kind of bigger. It's more like one text rather than like separate tracks. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's it's all. Yeah. All. I mean, it's because usually the book, the the Corpus Hermeticum, you know, the a book will be a couple pages long. Yep. This one's. Um. I think it's. Uh, almost thirty pages long. Yeah. So it's from sixty-seven, ninety-two. So, yeah, it's twenty-five, about twenty-five pages long. There's a. Um, never mind. I'll get to that later. And um, so, and this one's called Asclepius because he's instead of like talking to Tat, you know, mm-hmm. or or anybody else, he's he's directing this one right to Asclepius. But Tat is there, is involved, and so is this guy Hammond. Hammond. Or in other ones, he's Ammon. It's just interesting how they're all like. It might be something to do with just the le- the Greek or the Latin name, you know? Maybe. Yeah, know. maybe. It's it's interesting how he's calling in how Tat is like more or less like a form of the word Thoth, right? T, uh-huh. you know, just the the, the consonants at least, and. Ammon or Hammon and Ammon, Ammon. It's almost like, um, I'm, it's almost like I'm not sure that there's any. We don't know. I don't know. Well, Asclepius. <laughs> yeah, Asclepius is like straight up. Yeah. You know, so it's interesting. And of course, then uh, Trismegistus goes by the name Hermes. So it's like a bunch of. It's a bunch of guys with the name of gods. Yeah. Four guys by the name of gods, three of them listening to one talk. Mm-hmm. But it's generally to Asclepius, right? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, because they say right. So um, have the other ones join us, Asclepius. Yeah. yeah. Well, he says if he he kind of starts explaining, if you are seen to understand it, that's what he's going to talk about. Your whole mind will be completely full of all good things. Um. And uh, assuming that there are many goods and not one in which all are so he's like okay uh but you will learn this by careful concentration from the discourse to come so he's going to start talking about where all good things come from kind of or how it's all related through god through one you know makes comes many things um and then all of a sudden, he's like, hey, Asclepius, call Tat to join us. So this is like a, I think this is called a catechism, what they do, what this yeah. kind of discussion is, because it's just, Asclepius is, it, they do it with Tat too, Well, mm-hmm. Tat will be like, dad, I don't yep. get what you're talking about. Several so, times. Yeah. And then, but in this one, so it's, 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 uh, uh, Hermes giving the 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 talk mm-hmm. and then but asclepius is asking questions to kind of further the thing like oh well well, well so why would this happen you know it's, it's pretty cool yeah he's like um he's kind of helping out a little bit yeah yeah so i think that's called a catechism 
I believe you that it is. I, I, I know. I what, had recently heard that. I was like, oh, is that what that means? Because you always hear about it if you catech- know about ca- yeah, Catholic, I know what catechism is. So it would make sense. I believe well, the reason I believe you is it would make sense that the word catechism comes from a a concept more than like a. It was originally the word of a concept more than a a inst- a a uh, meeting that you attend. You know? Yeah. So. So it's like a, a kind of like a little story that that you read and follow, and it and it has interaction to. I don't know. I think it's it wasn't like funny, funny, but it's so it's it was humorous to me that he that instead of just saying like, "Hey, Asclepius, can you go get Tat and Hammond?" He first go get Tat. Yeah, and then oh, can you go get Hammond now? It's like, God, could you? Good gosh, can yeah. you tell me that earlier? Call Tat to join us. <laughs> And then, yeah, when Tat came in, Asclepius suggested that Hammond also join them. And then Chase just, just The Thrice Great. The Thrice Great says, yeah, hey, nothing, no jealousy will keep Hammond from us. You know, we're yeah, not, we have no problem with him being yeah, here. Yeah, go get him. He says, but this one's, this is a really important. Call no one but Hammond, lest the presence and interference of the many profane this most reverent yeah. discourse on so great a subject. Yeah, and I was like, like, that's cool. Yeah. This is we just want us. You know, this is a pretty important one. This isn't the general like, public. Call Hammond. Just don't make make sure that Sam doesn't come. Yeah, or that <laughs> someone who's gonna like just ruin the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever had that? Oh, I, that a lot where it's, it's super like, common. These stupid people asking dumb questions, or you know, there's somebody that just wants to talk about one certain thing. And you're just like, shut up. <laughs> so he's like, okay. I even so, had it, I even had it happen recently outside of conversation where, um, I was I was gonna meet with someone that I haven't seen in a long time, mm-hmm. and then right before they show up, they're like, hey, I'm bringing blah blah blah. I'm like. Son of a gun. Yeah. He's like, like oh. that room. I wanted to see you. Yeah. No, that's happy. Yeah. Okay. That stinks. So anyway, read that. Read the this this one right here. Which one? Um, yeah, that when. So when Hammond had also come into the sanctuary, the reverence of the four men and the divine presence of God filled the, that holy place. Duly silent, the minds of and thoughts of each of them waited respectfully for a word from Hermes. And then divine love began to so, speak. So they set the stage. So they all the, this little, you know, I mean, it's just a couple of paragraphs, but they're like setting up the little what's going on. And Yeah. I love and, how it says divine love began to speak. Yeah. So it's this pure teaching from above. Um, I do... This is I'm not never mind. I wasn't saying. Can you? I wish that like they can just like stick with the same names. They call him Trismegistus in one part. They call him uh, Hermes in another part. Oh well, I'm not gonna be picky. I already am picky. I'm yeah, not gonna. We're calling him Tri. Tri- I'm just gonna call him the Thrice Great because I'm tired of like having to figure out which which way to call him. Thrice Great. Triple Great. Triple Great. Three X. Triple X. Triple X. Yeah. <laughs> There's already a guy that... So anyway, so first thing he says, every human soul is immortal, but not not all in the same way. Some differ in a manner and time from others. So I hear that often. Like, 
it's that was mentioned that that phrase that like concept was mentioned a few times in the Corpus Hermeticum, right? Mm-hmm. And it's even been mentioned and what what did we do recently? Um it's been mentioned a few times. And every time I that concept and every time I he, read that or hear it, the first thing I think of is in the New Testament. Um when there's I think it's in First Corinthians, maybe is when one star to further yeah, another. Yeah. yeah, the whole concept, oh, yeah, the whole we, concept of you yeah. know th- that there's that th- not everything's like equal in its in its glory. Yeah, we actually we talked about that in the the lost episode. Oh, did we? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm saying well, we okay. used that scripture. Oh, okay, we did we? Well, now we can use what use it that? again because we uh, because we we, te- we didn't do we Eric we didn't quote we quote didn't do it right. We haven't referenced it yet. Oh, there are bodies celestial. There are also celestial bodies and bodies terrestrial, but the glory of the celestial is one, the glory of the terrestrial is another. There is one glory of the sun, another glory of the moon, another glory of the stars, for one star differeth from another star (coughs) in glory. So also is the resurrection of the dead. It is sown in corruption, it is raising in corruption. Yeah, I just um, so it's just like the part. It's just the it's just the um the compare the comparison that I always reminds me of it. Yeah, that there's there's it's not like and it's it's well okay. So that then all of a sudden when when uh, Hermes says that all of a sudden uh, Asclepius part of oh, yeah. it says isn't it is it not true exactly okay yeah that every soul is of the same quality because because oh, Hermes says hey. Not he says every human soul is immortal. Mm-hmm. Every everyone yeah. is, but not all in the same way. Some differ in a matter and time from others. So like, hey, all all souls are created equal, kind of thing. <laughs> Brandon's going nuts, man. But but he's saying, um, but not every everybody ha, ha, has developed the same. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I love how I love it um, that it's like leave it up to who actually said that. Is it not true? That was Asclepius. Okay, I love it how it's like right away. It's like Asclepius asks a question that's almost like a oh, did you not hear what I just now said? Well, you but know? it's a and it's a, but it's a general question that people ask. Like, wait, I, we're all immortal. So what do you what do you mean that I thought that that would make us all equal. Sure. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's basically what he's saying. It's not every soul of the same quality. And he's like, you know, kind of like, well, if they're of the same quality, then why wouldn't they be? Why is there one soul that seems to have progressed or been or better than the other one? And then, and then uh, Hermes is like, old, Hermes. dude, how quickly have you, you have lapsed from the reason's true strength? Did I not say that? All are one, and one all, inasmuch as all were in the Creator before He created them all. So He's like, "Hey, that's not you're missing. You're kind of missing what I'm saying. Yeah, they are of the same quality, but they're not equal." Yeah, that's a big. That's a big. Con- that concept is a big discussion today. Everybody like it's really like. Like it's really like sense. It's a sensitive topic. What's well, kind of like rights? 
where yeah. everybody has the same rights, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. Or, but not everybody has the same abilities. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's something like and that. And it's really sensitive. Like, people will get really touchy about that, you know, and so. Or, you know, one, one person's ability will differ between, you know, some people are stronger, some people are smarter, some people are better looking. Some people have it all. But that's it not, seems like it. Yeah, that's, I was going to say, that's not a very... <laughs> That's not a very her- that's not a very like hermetic concept that they would have one person would have. that's like no, unbalanced but, but yeah but it seems like you know why apparently this, it's yeah, like visually. why does this person get have it all but everybody's you know got is at different stages and that's just the nature of 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 being and so he okay so specifically he's talking about souls but yeah. that they're different they're not all the same yeah I th- let's make sure we. I want to don't let me skip it when we, let's talk when it gets to the point later when he talks about why they could be different. I want to talk about that. That's okay, that's one of my markings. Okay, and then he kind of goes. So he kind of just says, "Hey, you know, God created them all. Um, you know, they're all so they are all of the same qu- quality or whatever, right? But but they're just they're just different." Um, so from, um, let's see, I have this mark. Oh, from the heavens, all things come into earth and water and air. Okay. So this, I think this is going to start explaining why people are different. Yeah. Um, he gets, he, he gets a little bit of explanation just because, uh, part of, he starts explaining what the importance of like, uh, the soul and then being in becoming human, like why that's important and why that helps different people. Anyway, it'll, it'll hopefully make sense as we go. Um, from the heavens, all things come into earth and water and air. And then down on three, it says the elements by which the whole of matter has been formed. Then are four fire, water, air, earth, and air, one matter, one soul, and one God. Okay. Read that next. Uh, now give me your whole attention, all your strength of mind, all your clever ingen- ingenuity. How do you say that? Ingenuity. Ingenu- ingenuity, thank you. Giving an account of divinity whose knowing needs a godlike concentration of consciousness is most like a river running in torrent from a height, sweeping, plunging, so that its rapid rush outraces our concentration not only as we listen but even as we teach so he's like hey just pay attention um this is gonna go crazy yeah you're gonna have to really be concentrating on this because i'm gonna explain a lot of stuff that's gonna um he says the heavens a perceptible god administer all bodies whose growth and decline have been charged to the sun and the moon but god who is their maker is himself governor of heaven and of soul itself and of all things that are in the world. From all these, all governed by the same God, a continuous influence carries through the world and through the soul of all kinds and all forms throughout nature. Okay. So. This is where he's talking about, talking about forms, right? Yeah, yeah, so he kind of goes into this thing about forms, but 
he's saying that all the that but it seems like he's kind of saying you know these are all created by god and they're not bad things yeah you know because there's a there's always that concept Mm -hmm. of the evilness of earth the earth and yeah you know kind of if you have the whole i guess uh concept of what who is it the uh the nagamati gnostic thing where maybe this world's like a trap yeah you know to, yeah we're, we're this is yeah we're, we're this is a um a trap is the best way to put it but like, he's saying he's not saying that he's saying that all this that there's work this is a workmanship of god the world um and he starts talking about the different kinds of human you know plants and forms you know that that kind of it probably goes this is probably some kind of a uh, uh Arist- aristotelian yeah because of the stuff, this discussion of, the, of forms and stuff yeah yeah but so he's kind of talking scientific i guess you know for at the time but he goes through that and you know explaining oh well you know forms can only they make their own forms and you know yeah. their kinds they like, produce their own kind. Yeah, they're like a template. Yeah. And so, like, you know, we're all made out of the same thing, but we have this template. So we're gonna we're going to um produce the same thing. We're not yeah. gonna, you know. So uh, a strawberry will produce a strawberry pl- you know, a strawberry plant will produce strawberries, it you know, uh apple tree apples, a human will produce other humans, you know, reproduce itself. So all these forms, and they all have a purpose. And he says, the in uh, five, he says, the uh, the form of humankind is multiform and various. Going back to that, like, one star to four from another star. Yeah. Um, one who has joined himself to the gods... And divine reverence, using the mind that joins him to the gods, almost attains divinity. And one who has been joined to the demons attains their condition. This is talking about the the various human. Are they who remain content with the middle status of their kind? And the remaining forms of people will be like those kinds to whose forms they join themselves. So he's talking about this is one of the reasons. First off. Humankind is multiform and various. One of the reasons is because some will choose to join with with divinity. Yeah. You know, we'll be able to attain the others. Will will they, they use the word demons? But will um, you know follow different uh, spiritual paths that aren't yeah so high? You know, yeah, um, and that's. That's uh, that's one of the differences that, especially in the um, in and and other of the Hermetic texts, there's this discussion of humans, um, because of having reason, like we're not like a strawberry is can never reason itself to be like of a higher level of strawberry or a lower level. Yeah, of strawberry. Yeah, it's it's just there's nothing there's nothing it's there's not it can't change there's no there's no other it's such a small like. A, a small uh, option. There's no options. Yeah. It's a strawberry, but a human, because of reason, sorry, it took me a long time to think of how to, how to say that. That's fine. But be- humans, because of our reason that we've been gifted of, or as this has mentioned, like 
us having part divine qualities, uh, we have like a much broader spectrum of what we can be. And, uh, and as, yeah. and as the thrice great was, you know, disc- um, talking about describing is, you know, what we choose to become and who we choose to follow, what we choose to put our, our work to and how we choose to live our life. Um, that, that's not equal. We might be equal, like in what we, in our, in our template. Yeah. But what we spend our time doing is not, a strawberry is not going to spend his time doing anything other than just growing. Yeah. Becoming a ripe strawberry yeah yeah but humans we have the option we have choices we have reason and so we can't be we can't be like equal in that way because we have the ability to to do whatever we want yeah and he he like i said he uses the the thing also there he talks about the almost uh one has been joined to the demons and whenever they say demons i i looked this up i took whenever because okay. uh, we're uh demons aren't necessarily bad sure as in um the, only a mo- only the modern understanding yeah of them are. and the the original greek da- diamond yeah d-a-i-m-o-n didn't carry negative con- uh, connotations um and it's basically uh oh, where was that that um the greek um Turn did not have any connotations, evil or malevolence. Um, and it basically meant like a spiritual being or something, you know, kind of. And 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 what happened was uh, later in the the Christian era, they wanted to like the the they started calling the spiritual beings from God angels or angel, ang, yeah. angel angelos or whatever it is yeah. in Greek. Mm-hmm. And then. The ones you know that like the pagans worship, they left those Greek in the Greek for demon. So yeah. that's where our modern interpretation of demon. So, you know, what's funny is in um, like in computers on s- computer servers and stuff. Back in the day when when computers when the, when software engineers were first building like in the eighties and nineties when they were first building like these Unix computer systems and servers and stuff. They would call there's like there's a you would, if you build like a an application that runs on the server and that basically does certain things in the background. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that they often call them are, are daemons. Yeah, that's probably that's what it is. It's, yeah, it's from the same. It's uh, these background things. Yeah, 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 that are. And so he's saying he's saying if you people will uh, link themselves with God, but also pe- humans, some humans will link themselves with these background entities that are running things, you know, and they'll attain a certain maybe height or, you know, amount of knowledge. And then also there'll be regular, the most people though, will just be regular old humans that are following the middle path, you know, a middle path Mm. and just trying to survive and, you know, not doing anything. Um, and then it's six. Are we going to talk uh, about yeah. six? Yeah, if you want. I okay. Mean. Uh, because of this, Asclepius, a human being is a great wonder, a living thing to be worshipped and honored, for he changes his nature into a god's as if he were a god. He knows the demonic kind inasmuch as he recognizes that he originated among them. He despises the part of him that is human nature, 
having put his trust in the divinity of his other part. How much happier is the blend of human nature? Conjoined to the gods by the by a kindred divinity, he despises inwardly that part of him in which he is earthly. All others he draws close to him in a bond of affection, recognizing his relation to them by heaven's disposition. He looks up to heaven. He has been put in a happier place of middle status so that he might cherish those beneath him and be cherished by those above him. So that's an interesting idea. So he's kind of like, whoa, dude, you don't even realize how cool human beings are. Yeah. They're like godlike. Yeah. And he in the, he cultivates the earth. He swiftly mixes into the elements. He plums the depths of the sea and the keenness of his mind. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just interesting. He's uh, kind of explaining what human, you know, like the possible exalted state that humankind could be if it chooses um that he changes his nature into a gods gods and uh that there's something about like the the whatever position god put humankind in is like some kind of exalted it's like this weird middle ground between a ground between earth, a mix of earth and heaven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. And he, th- he they talks a little bit about that, how, you know, even like uh, our souls are, we have a, you know, divine soul and an earthly soul, and then we even feed them with divine. Oh, yeah, the foods. Divine food or earthly food. Yeah, there are two types of food. The types of food are two. One for the soul, the other for the body. The soul feeds on the ever-restless stirring of the world. Bodies grow on water and earth, foods of the lower world. Um, The spirit that fills all mixes with everything and enlivens everything. And human's consciousness is added to understanding. Only this fifth part granted to humanity comes from the ether. Of all things, consciousness equips only human. The human exalts it, raises it, up to understand the divine plan. So th- even though your humans are earthly, there's something put inside of them that that gives them that power to um, elevate their understanding. That thing is called consciousness. Yeah. So consciousness, and he's like, "I'll talk about that. I'll talk more about that later." Yeah, I'll tell you a little bit about that later. Um, let's see. Well, the question even continues. Um, Asclepius is like, is consciousness not uniform in all people? He's like, yeah, yeah, because he's like, uh, right before that, he says, uh, those humans who have gained so much happiness that they grasp the divine consciousness of understanding, the diviner consciousness that is only in God and in human understanding. So he's kind of like, kind of, again, pointing at the, there's some people that get this divine consciousness, you know, or are able yeah. to attain it. And then, of course, Asclepius is yeah. asked that question. His job is to ask the question. Well, yeah. That makes, like... Let's, make... let's take this a little deeper. 
And he just says, and as, as, his, as his answer, he says, not all have gained true understanding. Yeah. Asclepius. They yeah. are deceived, pursuing on rash impulse and without due consideration of reason, an image that begets malice in their minds and transforms the best of living things into a beastly nature with brutal habits. When I speak about spirit, I will give you a full account of consciousness and related topics. So, yeah. Again, he's, he's just reiterating. They haven't chosen you know, or they haven't cultivated that inside of themselves. So they can't, they haven't, you, you know, they, all men have consciousness, but all men, and they all have the potential for divine consciousness, but not all men cultivate it. And it's a rare, rare few that do. It's a set. I don't know. I don't hope this, I, it's kind of a silly, like confusion when people, when you like, cause in no, in no other realm is, does that, is that uh the case right we talk like there's there's a lot of um and i think it's kind of the way we were raised like i remember when i was in school you just like you are like that you guys are all the same you're all equal you're all and there's like this whole push for that yeah but the thing is is like so if i one person can listen to music and be, they can listen to music more than another person. And their journey listening to music will take them to listening to different kinds of music at like different levels of music. Yeah. And while one person just listening to whatever's on the radio. Yeah. Yeah. Some and, people are. But then, then to have someone say, oh, no, we both have the same kind of understanding of music. Yeah. It's like, no, we don't. I've, it's like, no, I I've, I've, I've put time into this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so in no other realm, that's a, the case. It never is. Yeah, but it's a weird it's a weird thing about human something about maybe not human nature or you know being conscious like why can't I have that? Yeah. You know kind of like well why do they get that stuff? Sure, exactly. You and, know, and, you're like so it's a sensitive thing for some reason. Yeah. And I, and I I'm not going to I'm I'm not for some reason. I mean, it's like it's just like but, in the Declaration of Independence, you know, all men are created equal. You know, the statement it's like what do you mean that you know it's 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 a big concept you know and it's talking about their supposed their rights you know but you know that all men are created equal it's like well then well what do you mean they're all created equal there's some that are bigger stronger than yeah. others there's some that like we we're saying better looking than others some that are born in a better you know uh you know get m more education and smarter and just and it's, it's like so well, but silly yeah it's just like well and then people just try to make that like a some kind of reality when it's not even possible anyway yeah brandon you're an elitist dude i know I feel you're bad. a music elitist i feel i feel bad <laughs> like, people haven't put all the time listening to music that i have well the thing <laughs> <laughs> My other example. It's funny you, you use listening to music and not playing or. Well, yeah, I was oh definitely I was thinking about it before I said it. But my other example was, you know, I take walk I take walks and I take and I go hiking. Uh huh. And over the last few months or the last like year, I've lost some weight, and I've realized that now I have to like actually lift a little bit. I have to do other kind of workouts because all my lost weight is just turning into flab. 
Mm-hmm. So now I have like some kettlebells and stuff oh, that I've been, okay. I've been working with. But the thing is, Dude, is I don't. Jack but, no, but listen, I don't do a lot of workout. Is my point? Yeah, I don't do a lot of weightlifting at all. And so when I, like, when I uh, cross paths with someone that obviously spends a lot of time in the gym, yeah, th- why there is no, there is no way I'm going to insist that like, wait, we're, we are equally physically like, uh, profound, you know, like, there's no way, there's no way, and it's, it's I'll just admit it. I do different kinds of workouts, and I don't spend as much time as you do in the gym. You you win. Like there's, I'm not gonna pretend like we're equals. Yeah, you know. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. And so, and so with my music elitist, I spend a lot of time listening to music. You know. Yeah. And outside, <laughs> you know. So, but yeah, it's it's silly. Yeah, but who can outwalk you, Brandon? <laughs> That's. Do you wear moccasins when you do? I was thinking about starting to go barefoot. I've thought about that too, but your feet get so dirty. Well, the problem is, is like now I, because I go on walks so often, um, I used to, I wear these socks so that I don't, my feet don't get dirty. I wear high socks so my ankles don't get dirty. Uh-huh. But now that makes it so I have like these really white feet. Yeah. And so I can't wear sandals uh, out, out without having these obviously white feet. Uh-huh. So I'm thinking about going on this starting now that spring's here. And the cold, the the, you know, the chilly mornings are going away. Starting to take walks barefoot, yeah. So I can my I can get a uniform colored leg. There you go. You know, um, and so that when I take out the trash, I don't like, I don't like cr- almost cry if I step, if on, step a on a pebble or something. Rock. Yeah, because yeah. actually, you know, I did I uh, a couple months ago. I, I actually could I take jangles out in the morning before I go to work. But I actually walked around barefoot, and like whenever I'd cross the street, because we got kind of like a, you know, blacktop thing, yeah. but it's kind of old, so there's yeah, it's pebbles. Like crunchy. Yeah. And man, those little stones were killing my feet. <laughs> it's crazy to think that we as have the human most human species. We have evolved our feet. Our civilized humans, we've evolved our feet to like being very fragile. And well, yeah, because Jangles, he never, he never puts on shoes. Of course he just goes out there and walks and yeah. steps on rocks and whatever so his i mean his paws are nice and you know broken in all calloused over or whatever you know and humans could could be like that yeah i have but, a, i have an old a friend that i don't talk to very often but uh he um he hikes you know uh usury yeah you know that uh what's that the wind cave yeah he goes up like once a week and i'm not sure if he still does it but for a while he would go up once a week barefoot barefoot Oh my gosh! Goes up the wind cave because that's yeah. rock. That's some rocky stuff yeah. too. He's native, so I think he took pride in it. He's Native American. I think he took some pride in it. I think, but um, or he's half native. But the thing is, it doesn't matter. In his blood, he's he felt like he had he had like that he should be doing this, and he did it. And he had, I was like really respectful. I'm like, wow, you you go up there barefoot? Because I, a while, whenever I started getting like the lower um. Shoes, you yeah, know, like with the yeah, zero lower, drop, lower, kind yeah. of less yeah. less stuff. I got I got these shoes, and uh, me and Tanya went hiking out, you know, mm-hmm. in the in the, the desert. Hunt, the hunt, yeah. And uh, I like stepped on a like a somehow you know a cactus thing got in my shoe, and it freaking hurt. And yeah. I'm like, how would you do that in regular? If you like, oh sure. I mean, it went through my through my thin shoe into my, you know, 
And I remember I was so embarrassed because I was wearing these dumb shoes, you know, and oh, just yeah. feeling like a fool being out there, you know, with the anyway. But um, it's just like how I mean, I understand you build up calluses on your feet and stuff, but would a callus stop that piece of that? Yeah, especially in. these cactuses out here. I just think that we live in, in these cactus areas that we live in right here. Yeah. Luckily, you know the Wind Cave Trail. Um, I don't think there's much cactus on that trail, but uh, there's there's other parts of that park where there's like a bunch of like uh, where those prickly pear or yeah. not the jumping cactuses, jumping cactuses and, and, stuff. and stuff. Yeah, Choya yeah. and all that. Those yeah. are nasty too. Anyhow, how we get on that? Feet, I don't oh, know. Actually, fitness and exercise. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Just saying, there's different people that choose to do things, you know, a different way, and there are people who are born into, you know, privilege or whatever and stuff too, you know, yeah. but there's also people that choose to, to, to focus on different things anyway. Yeah. How do we get off? It's because it's twice now that there's been like this discussion of Asclepius, like, but aren't we all the same? Yeah. Well, is it, is conscious not uniform in all people consciousness? And he's like, not, he's like, Yes, but not all have gained true understanding. And they've they've done it by following bad habits. Yeah. And they've gotten caught up in the world. Beastly you know? into a beastly nature with brutal habits. Yeah. I love the way he I love how in these whether whoever wrote a lot whoever wrote these, and I don't know if it's the same person who wrote them, but these a lot of these when they when they have uh the thrice great speaking, he's usually pretty like like bold and how he says it i love how they yeah it's not just oh they get into some bad things yeah. like no they they've 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 worked themselves into beastly nature yeah with brutal <laughs> habits i mean but that's a that's the thing is that i guess a mankind without that without that's just living according to nature is a brute kind of thing you know or brutal it's true yeah you know it is we use it different yeah it's 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 pretty he says, right. uh, mankind is the only living thing that is twofold. One part of him is simple. We call what we call a form of divine likeness. Okay, so that's one part of it. Yeah, the a simple divine side. likeness. Simple divineness. Uh, and then the other part is what we call earthly. Um, is earth. Uh, the earthly part was The earthly fourfold. part is fourfold. From it is made the body that covers over what we have already termed divine in mankind. It covers the divinity of pure mind, which rests alone with its kindred, the thoughts of pure mind at peace with itself as if sheltered by a wall of body. So there's the twofold thing. There's. Yeah, we have like a... the divine form, which is mind. I would think, right? Or the divine spark. Yeah, let's do that. Whatever's in, there's the soul or whatever you want to, I don't even know what yeah. to call it. That's the thing. It's, but there's that something, some kind of divine thing, you know, in... The divine part of us. Yeah, which would be reason or consciousness, yep. actually. Okay. Consciousness and, works. Yeah. And then, and, then, and then there's the earthly part that is basically the thing that is carrying around this divine part. And not only does it carry around the divine part, but it also allows the divine part to interact with 
the earthly, earthly part. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like a cool thing. And and then of course as uh Sclepus is like, why then, Trismegistus, should humans have been put in the world? Oh why gosh. do they not live? No, but this is I a totally... good question. Okay. This is like okay, the let's best. Do, let's do this then. I was gonna say I totally get why the thrice great is always ticked off at it. <laughs> no, but this is, is it's part of the catechism. Oh, it's a good, no, you're right. This is a good question. So why this is this is this is an actual a question that people ask all the time. Well, why the heck are it humans is. in the world? That's a question why people ask today. Why do are we they here? not live in the highest happiness in the region where God is? So is, you're you're telling me, Hermes, that human humans are have the divine in them that they have this divine consciousness or you know that they can why the heck would god throw us down here let me ask you a question mark if god loves us so much why do bad things happen why do bad things happen why do we why don't we just live with him why don't you know well and uh so uh Hermes is like, listen then, Asclepius, when the master and shaper of all things, whom rightly we call God, made a God next to after himself, um, who can be seen and sensed, which is seems like the universe or something. Well, I don't know if it was earlier or later, but the, the first God is yeah, God, it's a little later, God is but, the cosmos. And then the, yeah. God is so, man. and th- this actually goes along too with, uh, in John, yeah, where you have God and then the Word, mm-hmm. which creates the earth, yeah. you know, with the second God, yeah. So it's almost like it's just an interesting parallel. It is, and then and then after that, and then, um, oh, so, he's gonna say it right here. I'm all like, I think at some point he talked about a second God. Okay, he's doing it right here. Yeah, so he made the next God after himself, who can be seen and sensed. Having made this God as his first production. A second after himself, it seemed beautiful to him since it was entirely full of goodness and of everything, and he loved it as the progeny of his own divinity. Then so great and good was he that he wanted there to be another to admire the one he had made from himself, and straightway he made mankind. That's kind of like, that reminds me of the um, the the Adam, book of Adam and Eve that we were reading, and how like... I think it was Book of Adam and Eve, where like, um, he, or maybe it wasn't Book of Adam and Eve, but the whole, it might have been actually the Apocryphon of John, but the whole like, and he was so beautiful, or maybe it was another Corpus of Medica. That was, that was in the Palm Andrews. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That Remember all of a sudden God's looking down, he sees his reflection That's what in it the is. water. That's what it is. Yeah. Which reminds you of the Asclepius <laughs> story, right? Yeah. The actual Greek Asclepius story. What about it? Isn't this? Isn't that he looked in? Oh, that wasn't. Excuse no, that's, that was that's, um, what's his name that falls in love? Narcissus. Narciss- yeah, never mind. Narciss- it's a different, different god. <laughs> but yeah, he's not a god. I think he just or fell in love with different, himself. Uh, different, 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 different myth. Yeah, it's true. But well, yeah. So God created this thing, and he's like, I mean, he created it for a reason. So he uh, put mankind into it, and but. After he had made mankind, his his little salt, his divine, this little the two the 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 divine form or divine likeness of man, um, 
and noticed that he could not take care of everything unless he was covered over with a material wrapping. So yeah. he, so it seems like he made this like soul or divine, what did I say? Some kind of divine likeness yeah. of God, you know, which is mind. Yeah. You know, if you go to, but, but he's like, well, he can't do it. He's like this. He needs in order for him to interact in the world that I've created. Yeah. He needs a material. Covering. He were, they were naked. Yeah. They needed to be clothed. Oh, like in a, like a. Like the Adam and Eve story. Yeah. They were naked. Uh-huh. They needed to be clothed. So. Well, but this was like this, a different kind of, uh, there, he made a covering of skins and the re- a real covering of skins. Yeah. Well, even actually. in that, the book of Adam and Eve that we read, it talked about how like they were, we were beings, they were beings they were of light, light. Yeah. And they were clothed in. Yeah. The angels flesh. were like, dude. You guys, we could barely even look at you before. Yeah. You know, because, and that's what he says earlier. Remember, he's like that mankind, well, we kind of skipped over it, but he talks about mankind came from the demons yeah. or the divine beings. I know what demons seems mm-hmm. like, but uh, some kind of group of divine being. Which reminds you of several other stories we've read. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, Anuma but, Elish. but, uh, God made him higher, you know, by by giving him, putting him into the material world, so that something special could happen. I don't, you know, kind of. Well, that's kind of like the. Um, because remember, the angel was like he, out of out of the Garden of Eden. He was like, "Man, look at you, what you've become. You're just this human. I mean, you were so glorious before." Yeah, and he felt the angel was feeling so sorry for Adam and Eve. Little little did the angel know. That that would give them the opportunity, but then that now they were able to like interact yeah. with material with the with the earth, yeah, right, and that would actually be able to make them exalt of uh, exalt them above the other gods or the other divine beings, not God, yeah, you know, not the ultimate, but sure, the de- know, demons that, that that actually this this material wrapping. That he that God put him in actually allowed them to interact with the world and thus become even better. Man. Okay, so he put him in the material wrapping. God covered him with a bodily dwelling and commanded that all humans be like this, mingling and combining their the two natures into one in their just proportions. Thus God shapes mankind from the nature of soul and of body, from the eternal and the and the mortal. See, so it's like it's it's actually marrying these two. You got like these two almost contradictory things. Yeah. In other words, so that the living being so shaped can prove adequate to both its beginnings, wondering at heavenly beings and worshiping them and tending earthly beings and governing them. Yeah. So man is like this weird kind of mid world like he's walking between the middle path between godly things and worldly things. It's like this, this, it seems like it's like this thing that's never been done before. Reminds me of, yes, this is awesome. Reminds, this reminds me of the, uh, story of the, um, 
the sons of God, right, in the mountain, and the living up in the mountain, yeah, and being told to not go down and interact with the uh, humans mm-hmm. or with the daughters of men, yeah, right. And but when they did go down, and when they broke the rule, and they did go down, they didn't go down and just interact with them. They like became their kings, yeah, and like they like ruled over them. Mm-hmm. So uh, that that whole like um, what, what was the wording? Governing over them reminded me of the whole story of the basically the Olympians, right? The gods in the mountains, yeah, leaving and going down and interacting with mankind, and even like, even like, uh, what is it like? Be, uh, I'm always at a loss of words today for seems seems like, but um, that's okay, Brandon. We got time. Well, basically, like. G- Having kids with them and making, you know, becoming humans yeah. themselves, you yeah. know. So I don't know how else to say that, but well, mingle, yeah, mingling the, with the tradition them. tradition became, you know, the whole fallen angels coming down and having, yeah. you know, and then giants were created and stuff. It yeah. kind of got distorted. Yeah, it's really just like this, like this, this type of being that had advanced mentally for maybe in this context because they were given like this divine spark. Yeah, but they had like this higher understanding, and then going and mixing with the other humans and be- and teaching them how to like cut roots and like how to like pour, you know, or you know how to melt ores and how yeah. to like and then, and then all of a sudden the human race just like explodes, mm-hmm. um, te- technologically. Well, it's kind of like uh, I mean, the, I guess the same stories in the the Babylonian or the Sumerians things too, where. God's like, okay, I need somebody to take care of the, the gar- earth. The gardens. Yeah, we need someone to walk yeah. our, gar- our fields for us, our gardens. And then yeah. he creates mankind. and But mankind has that divin- divine Spark. Yeah. thing in him. And and then there, but mankind keeps kind of screwing up too. Or like, oh, they're getting too loud. And, yeah. you know, but the gods kind of like them too because they like their offerings. It's sure. just this is weird. Yeah, it's funny. Because remember after the flood? Like all of a sudden, um, I guess Atrahasis, sir, uh, he offers an offering, and but everybody thought everybody was dead. You know, all the gods, yeah, they and they're thought, all they like, they had oh, I'm so hungry. I wish I, I remember they used to make the best, you know, like meat offering to me, you know, and yeah. all of a sudden they're all like, what's smell. her name? Yeah, the it's the goddess. The, um, what's, what's her, her name? name? Um, not Isis, Ishtar, Ishtar, yeah, yeah, she's all. You smell that? Dude, is that <laughs> is that lamb, 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 Lego lamb? You know, or whatever. And all of a sudden, and then, it, but it's it describes that they're 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 gathering like flies. All the gods are like, wait, yeah. somebody's still alive, and they're making an offering. Yeah. It's anyway, okay, story. <laughs> but I'm saying, so there's this kind of there's this relationship between the 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 demons or the those gods. And and mankind. Um, do you want another? Sure. What do you want? Uh, send it my way. Mark asked. Mark asking me. Oh, sweet. Mark asking me what I want. Doctor Zero. Doctor Pepper. That's right. Well, anyway, so um, I know we're kind of going off on different things, but well, we're just, just we're just, just like um we're just uh comparing this with what we've seen in several other places. Yeah. Yeah. But it's I like the way that he brings out the whole thing where it's like like God's made God somehow like 
came up with a whole new thing with mankind. There's like this, uh, this above this godly thing in him, and there's this worldly thing in him. Yeah, exactly. And, and like, the and the wor- and the godly thing needs needs to needs to be covered, but other, then, otherwise it's yeah. And then he he says just now in speaking about mortal things, I mean to speak not about water and earth. Uh, those two of the four elements that nature has made subject to humans, but about what humans make of those elements or in them. And then he agriculture, pasturage, buildings, harbors, navigation, social yeah. intercourse, reciprocal exchange. Remember the, the gods in um, the um, Sumerian one where they were having to dig out all the canals and they got all... Yeah. Like, no, we're going to make something new. We're going to make mankind so they can take care of this. Yes. Exactly. Um, So I think it's almost like this experiment where he's kind of like, you know what? I'm going to put a smart person here, down here, or, you know, or some, a group of people that can change the world too and see what they do with it. And then change they did. Yeah, they can I mean so much so that they the gods like at one point said gotta get rid of them Okay, now. destroy <laughs> and we're gonna restart, we're gonna reset the whole thing. And God willed it that the world would be incomplete without them. That's an important thing. Okay, because you hear a lot of things like This is referring to like the arts and stuff, right? Huh? No. Well, no, he's talking about oh. learning uh, he's saying you know, uh, the strongest bond among humans are between humanity and the parts of the world that are water and earth. Okay, learning the arts and sciences and using them preserves this earthly part of the world. God willed it that the world would be incomplete without them. I think he's saying incomplete without humankind. Okay, yeah. He's like, you're an essential part here. Because you yeah. hear a lot nowadays about how humans are like the big plague on the world. Sure humankind yeah we're a virus yeah people say that yeah I know. And, so, and it's like i understand i i can i you see their you see their logic yeah because to a point like you're just who what kind of animal would come and destroy its own living place and stuff and and i i definitely see that you know what they're talking about but according to this that god willed that the world would wasn't complete until the mankind was made and that's where genesis where where god where it goes to the creation of um you know mankind or not mankind of the world and god's like okay i'm gonna do you know i'm making the light i'm making this yep. i'm making the plants and uh and he made you know the plants the animals Everything and then the last thing he did, God said, Let us make man in our own image after our own likeness, and let him have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing. And then so God created man in his own image, in the image of God created he him, male and female created he them. And God um blessed them, and then where does he say? Oh, maybe that wasn't a different thing where he says, and it's good. Is that in a different? Or he, maybe that wasn't a different thing. Where and it was good? 
Well, remember, because he after everything, uh, he creates. Maybe that's in a different thing, where he creates the things, then he's like, and it was good that he created them, and then, but at when somewhere it says, and it's very good. Oh, this we did read through uh, like nine months ago or so, or a year ago. We read through the um, the LDS Book of Moses. It might have been in that. Oh. Uh, Right, could yeah, you talk about the be. same things? Yeah, yeah, it could be something from. Uh, anyway, but I'm saying the last, the last thing he does in the in this, in the in the Bible even, is cre- he he creates all the earth and also he puts mankind on it as like kind of like the, the topping or yeah. not the, the the uh, the um, don't don't wait for me to say anything. I'm not. I'm on a lack of words today. <laughs> The climax, like here we go. There yeah, doesn't say. Yeah, he built it all up and all so, for mankind to come down. That's the last thing he does, according to the Bible, at least, and according to this, that God willed it that the world would be incomplete without them. That's a good point. Um, you know, the, the the problem is about your earlier comment. The problem is, is we look at the whole like concept of the of humans being like the like the plague mm-hmm. or like a virus. The thing is, is we're comparing humans. I think when we when we think of that way, we're comparing humankind to something that's different. Like we're we're comparing them to strawberries that just grow. You yeah. know, we're, humans are far more dynamic, and there's so much more. There's so much more complexity, and they have so much more purpose. Yeah. Than just to grow. But yeah, and, and our purpose isn't to destroy the world and to drive around in cars no. and pollute and. You know, I'm not. But it's more complex than to just grow. Our purpose you is, know? yeah. Is, and God, there's a bigger purpose to us, and that's what that's what Hermes is trying to yeah. say. Hey, you're not just here to exist. You're not. You're not just here to eat. Yeah, and I you think know, that's what's you're unfair. Not, about and you're not here to humans being to a just have virus. you know it's have sex or to kill and yeah. to have war either. You're here to to lift up your mind you know but you're in a in a, in a i don't know if this is i don't know if this is a way good way to look at it but you're also here to commit those atrocities and to realize those are not what we should be doing you know what i'm saying like we're here to learn from the atrocities too and the bad things uh humans are are here to 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 we're no more dynamic so Someone screws up big time. It's like, hey, um, now we realize that's wrong, you know? Yeah, we well, yeah, uh, learn from yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Where the, like going back to the original, the strawberry doesn't learn it. It just like grow, you know, try and grow, and it's completely dependent on the other external external factors on to the light and to the how much water it gets. It's completely dependent on everything. Humans are not as much of that. So, mm-hmm. well, and uh, but oh, also though, mankind is put here to tend to the earth. So actually, he's to take care of it too. To 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 grow strawberries. To grow strawberries, but I'm saying probably the, the pollution of the earth is not a good thing, and it's you know what I'm saying that he's he's he said that. He's becoming a govern, tending the earth and governing them. 
governing you know the the world kind of take he's supposed to take care of it too yeah um in chat verse nine um we read verse nine yeah i mean uh well let's see well, yeah, I have a, I have it marked. I have a red. Oh, okay. I have it all marked. I might as well read it. But I, I did a big marking, so maybe I already plan on reading. Oh shoot! This. It's well, it's got music in it, so no wonder. It does it. Oh yeah, it does. This is the one. Okay, I'll <laughs> read it. But I notice, Asclepius, that mind's quick desire hastens you to learn how mankind can cherish heaven or the things in it and tend to its honor. Listen, then, Asclepius, cherishing the God of heaven and all that heaven contains means but one thing. Contain assiduous service. Constant. Oh, thank you. Constant assiduous service. Um, that's the second time I've seen assiduous in this text. Um, except for a man, except for mankind alone, no living thing, neither divine nor mortal, has done this service. Heaven and heavenly heavenly beings take delight in wonderment, worship, praise, and service from humans. Rightly, the supreme divinity sent the chorus of muses down to meet mankind, lest the earthly world lack sweet melody and seem thereby less civilized. Instead, with songs set to music, humans praise and glorified him who alone is all and his and his father of all, and thus owning or owing to their praise of heaven, earth has not been devoid of the charms of harmony. Some very small number of these humans, endowed with pure mind, have been allotted the honored duty of looking up to the heaven. But those who lagged behind at a lower reach of understanding, under the body's bulk, and because of their and because theirs is a mingled twofold nature, have been appointed to care for the elements of these lower objects. Okay, this this point's important. Okay. okay, here we go. Mankind is a living thing, then but none the lesser for being partly mortal. Indeed, for one purpose, his composition seems perhaps fitter and abler, enriching by mortality. Enriched. Enriched by Ooh. mortality, yeah. Had he not been made of both materials, he would ha not have been able to keep them both. So he was formed of both to tend the earth and to cherish divinity as well. See? Yeah, that's a good one. That's that's why I had a mark. It had nothing to do with the muses. Well, yeah, that's kind of. But I'm saying like, he's again reiterating. He actually mankind. His composition is enriched. You know, is enriched by mortality. Yeah. Somehow this mortal life, like. Exalts right. can right. exalt human beings. That's right. And rather than looking at it as like a, this is what's wrong with us. We're mortal, and it's like a, it's a total like curse. Yeah. Which I think sometimes we do. In like those who oh, speak of cursed, those who speak of, those who speak of like in religious terms are often like, you know, put off, thing. put Freaking off, you know, don't give any, don't give any attention to your mortal side. You know, we need to completely put that off well um, but he even even thrice great will say that but. yeah because later he talks about that but he says it's part of well that's a good point whatever so, exalts mankind. but you but someone but a being that didn't have that mortal mortality wouldn't couldn't put it off yeah they don't have an option yeah so they don't get that benefit they don't get that experience of putting it off 
Yeah, it's like, well, they're just made into what they are. That's why, you know, divine, whereas mankind is made and he has, he has this potential, but he's put into this lower thing, but he has, he can rise up above into this higher thing. It's just this yeah, cool little experiment or whatever, not experiment, but sure it could have been, but so he like it he worked said, this time. Like, by Job, I think we've got it. That's why. That's why. That's where Job comes from. Well, Job is, uh, or Jove, not Jove. Yeah, it's yeah, by Jove, isn't it's, it? It's a, uh, it's a uh, Zeus. Yeah, Jove. Yeah, Jovian is right. <laughs> I, you know, yeah, it was only a couple years ago that I, I've heard that somewhere. I was like, what? Oh, that's why they say that. I don't like, think I've actually ever realized that, that until you're saying it just now. That it's not it's Jove as in uh Yav as in it's the it's the name of uh God. It's like basically, yeah, it's yeah. It's, it's saying by yeah, instead of saying but you're not saying, you know, God's name, you're not taking yeah. you're using one of the fake gods. Yeah. Or whatever. Or in some people's opinion, fake gods. And then he's like, I want you to grasp the the theory that's going to come. The master, here's where you're talking about. The master of eternity is the first God. Yeah. Yeah. The world is second. Mankind is third. So the master of eternity is the first God. The world is second. Mankind is third. God is the maker of the world and all it contains. Governing all things along with mankind who governs what is composite. Composite. Okay. This is kind of like with the, um, the Pomandries mentions this too, right? Yeah. It is, it, it, instead of saying the, the earth is the world a second, it mentions, and he made seven gods to rule over them, you know, yeah. like the destiny and stuff. Yeah. Yeah nature so through mankind though mankind is an integral construction the part that makes him divine he seems able to rise up to heaven um as if from higher elements soul and consciousness spirit and reason um thus humankind is divine in one part in another part mortal residing in a body um i'm going now on 11. Okay. Um, Is there anything in 11 that you wanted to mention? Uh, well, he uh, for him, mankind, that is, for and for the sum of his parts, the ultimate standard is reverence. Oh, yeah. From which fo- goodness follows. So this is kind of like, how do you get to... How do you how do you exalt your soul or your divine your mind or what did what did we call it what was the word the oris um or yeah I don't know that weird word the Greek word well I don't need the Greek word I just want oh. the um said gosh yeah, I have no idea divine consciousness that's what it is so how do you get your how do you get to divine consciousness you know that exalted yeah. The ultimate standard is reverence, which is from which goodness follows. And then, so reverence for God. Okay. 
Any earthly possessions owned out of the bodily out of bodily desire are all alien to every part of his divine kinship. Okay, so this work kind of starts getting into the part well where we talk about kind of putting off or not yeah. becoming detached yeah. from the worldly part of us or not letting it um he says to name such things possessions is correct because they do not come to be with us but come to be possessed by us later on wherefore we call them the name possessions everything of this kind is alien to mankind even the body okay yep and we should despise both the things we yearn for and the source within us of the vice of yearning. So this almost becomes like a Buddhist kind of thing. Yeah. Where you're, you're like, you want to overcome, you, like, you want to despise, you don't want to, that desire, you want to overcome desire. That's what it is. Or it's like, in, the, in a different, in the uh, Corpus Hermeticum, he words it as like the seven, the layers you strip off, yeah. you know, of your... You, get, you have to get rid of these parts of mortality. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, because naturally you're gonna you're you're you know being born into a mortal body, you're gonna have cravings and yearnings. They use the word yearn. You yeah, know? yeah, yearn, yearn, uh, which is kind of a weird word, but it you're you know, but you want it. You need to despise both the things that you yearn for and the source within us of the vice of yearning. So the aim of the argument leads me to think that mankind was bound to be human only to this extent. So this was, this is the whole point of it that by contemplating, contemplating divinity, he should scorn and despise that mortal part joined to him by the need to preserve the lower world. So, and, uh, so he's saying that he thinks this might be the whole purpose by the need to preserve the lower world. Well, but that he he will mankind will um by contemplating divinity he should scorn and despise that part of the mortal that mortal part joined to him. Wait. So that he will over that we mankind might have been okay this is how i'm seeing it that mankind might have been put into this mortal body um and i guess we've been talking about this too in order to but with the higher intelligence in order to over be able to overcome what comes with being mortal that's right those yearnings that's right so you're going to get certain if mortality will give you a certain like frame of thought, right? Certain, yeah. Certain, certain like dynamics. Yeah. But having a an ability to be uh, to think at a higher level. Yeah. Would give you a, a different re- could should give you hopefully would give you a better result. You can actually overcome your your natural desires that come with being mortal, you know, through divine your through divine desire. I don't know. Yeah. Divine will. Um, and, and you do this, um, through the four faculties of thought, consciousness, memory, and foresight by 
means of which he knows all things divine and looks up to them. I thought it was interesting where he starts talking about pairs of hands, yeah. pairs of feet. Yeah. And, and then I started thinking, I was like, wait, and you have two ears. I mean, it doesn't work for everything. Two eyes, you know, but you're always two well, if you nostrils. Count, if you, yeah, don't count your nose as one. Count your nose as two nostrils. There yeah. you go. <laughs> mouth. Oh, wait a second. Mouth. Well, your taste buds, your tongues. Yeah, okay. Yeah. No, I don't know. But I'm just saying, but but most of the, like, it's, I think he starts talking about that because he's talking about how how these two opposite things work together, like your hands, yep. you know, can clasp together or pick something up together. Yep. So he, he's saying, you know, kind of like, and that's the way that the divine, the, the using as like mortal a- and immortal nature work together yeah he's using it poetically and how to describe how things work yeah they're opposites or male and female kind of thing the whole what is that binary yeah polarity polarity yeah you know but that it's it's all part of the design if you just look at the human body you know and the way it works is is kind of opposites working together that's right that makes sense that's right. I don't know. And uh, let's see. Where else do you want to? Oh, yeah. He talks about how um, there's a. Given that mankind was made and shaped in this way, and that the Supreme God appointed him to such a duty and service. Um, The he, you know, God's when when a man actually, what is it? He when a man actually overcomes these things, he's gonna be given a prize, you know. Yeah. And what prize do you believe such a being should be presented? And and then it goes on to say the prize. That is of discharge and release from worldly custody, the loosening of bonds of mortality, so that God may restore us pure and holy to the nature of our higher part, to the divine. You know, that's on the next. Yeah. So that's the prize that that will eventually is all mankind should be seeking through um, overcoming desire and all that stuff there's the reward what you say is right and true trismegistus that's right um oh read this um the, of course yeah of course but some find this incredible others fictitious others laughable perhaps for in this bodily life the pleasure want the pleasure one takes from possessions as a delight, but this delight, as they say, is is a noose around the soul's neck that keeps mankind tied to the part that makes him mortal. Nor does the malice that be, be, begrudges immortality let him acknowledge the part of divinity in him. Oh yeah, I remember this part. Speaking as a prophet, I will tell you that after us, that after us will remain none of that simple regard for philosophy found only in the continuing reflection and holy reverence by which one must recognize divinity the many make philosophy 
the many make philosophy obscure in the multitude of their reasoning. And I, oh, go ahead. I was say I like what he says about the, you know, people kind of taking bodily delight, and he's like, dude, that all that is a noose around your soul's neck. You're hanging yeah. every time. Yeah, you drink a soda. Sure, you're hang. You're that net that that noose on your your soul's neck's getting a little tighter. Yeah, I guess um, because if that's what you're. If your uh, end goal is to is to not have those, yeah, you want to be loosening that noose. Yeah, <laughs> you want to get your little, yeah. You don't want to complete the hangman game. This is this part right here that you were starting to read here. This um, reminded me of this concept that. I, we're familiar with uh, the philosophy mingle with scripture, uh-huh. kind of like this distorting the true philosophy. Yeah, yeah. He's like, dude. Okay, so what's his name? Asked the question. What is it that the many do to make philosophy incomprehensible? How do they obscure it in the multiplicity of their reasoning? I'll read that. You want me to read that? Well, you can. Oh, um, wait, you have a part. go ahead then. You can start. Oh, I was going to say because I have some part marked. Okay. He says pure. He's basically like pure philosophy that depends only on reverence for God should attend to these other matters only to wonder at the recurrence of the stars, how their measure stays con- constant in prescribed stations and in the orbit of the turning. So, well, I guess he says they, they, how do people do it? He says they go into arithmetic, music, and geometry, but they're not studying. They're studying just those things. They're not, but it's not for. They're studying. They're studying uh, arithmetic for arithmetic's sake. They're not studying it because they need to help them to get closer to God. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Or to really understand the true. I guess. I guess. In another way to say it is to they're they're not studying it to understand the true nature of the universe. Yeah. Maybe they're understand trying to understand the how why how things work, but they're not looking for the divine the divine nature of the universe. Well, that's just that's kind of that's is. just the way things have gone is, you know, you have some like like we have you know, observers at one point, people have philosophers and higher thinkers, they find this mathematics they discover it they and they realize that these things can help them like chart the heavens and better understand things right yeah but then we get to the point where now for your people are learning they spend time learning mathematics and stuff and it's just to like balance your budget like or or yeah. or just to just to, just so you can pass that class and go on like well, there's no like there's no more like learning for for the right reasons or the, the yeah there's no it's actually yeah well you you get you end up surrounded by this totally man, man constructed world you know with all these things and then all of a sudden you're not even thinking about anything bigger than that and he also mentions that about music as well like 
I think I, I think in a few different parts he mentioned. He's talking about, about rock and roll music, dude. Yeah, how bad about, it he's is. He's talking about prob- horrible progressive music is. Prog rock. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, we should be listening. We shouldn't be listening to Pink Floyd. Um, no, but like, um, he mentions how the music, how like there's all this, the composition of music can like, you know, can help you understand higher things yeah but we just do it like now we do it to the extent where you at the end of the day you're basically sitting in a tavern just playing it for like just to get some money yeah like there's no like and there's no party and there's there's i mean i'm saying there's nothing there's no there's not a problem you know yeah it just other than tightening tightening the noose around your neck if it becomes if it tightens that noose around your soul's neck then there's then there's a problem yeah well, so uh, so he's saying that's how man men distort philosophy. They take take something that you know the Half the truths, the yeah. basis. They take God out of it, I guess, or you know the divine. That's a good point. Yeah, they we're basically looking at it. Um, we're basically looking at it in the in a uh, lesser form that's suitable for everybody and doesn't hurt people's feelings anymore. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. So that's how it, that's how they do it. Uh, he says the people who will come. Oh, so he said that dude, this whole thing. Remember he says, uh, that I, he speak earlier. He said, speaking as a prophet, I'll tell you that after us, you know that um that philosophy will be distorted you know and then so he he says that the people that come after us deceived by the ingenuity of sophists will be estranged from the true the pure and holy philosophy and that true pure and holy philosophy is to adore the godhead with simple mind and soul and to honor his works that's that's pure philosophy according to Hermes. Yeah, interesting. That's that's uh the hermetic philosophy right there. Yeah. And that's one thing that I didn't realize. I didn't realize how like cuz like on the cover of this book they have like this wizard. Yeah. Hermes, you know, yeah. that that's it's 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 actually in a church in Italy. Okay. On the floor. This and that's Hermes Trismegistus. Okay. But anyway, so on the cover of it they have this wizard and you're like and you th- you you think that that the uh, Corpus Hermeticum is all about magic and stuff? It's con- there's nothing further from the. It's not about mad. It's all about God. Yeah, <laughs> even like the his prayer at the end of, is just basically like, yeah, you're just like wow, this is a lot more spiritual than you think, because you know that it's not all about like, like I mean from the beginning to of pomandries to all the different ones they're all about god and it's a lot more spiritual than you think anyway so this is on the floor of a church in italy yeah yeah it's oh. uh they have the little thing um you like a, about the cover yeah that's cool but it's just you know it's a lot different than you think and so that's what that's what asclepius just said this is the, and what you said that that's the hermetic philosophy that you that most people don't understand what it is because they think it's magic 
Well, yeah. You and know, so making wands and they're, they're doing, you know, it's like, it's like uh mage stuff and potions and it's like, yeah, so that's not that's what a good, it is. That's a good way to look at it. So the hermetic philosophy is actually fairly like deep. Like there's a lot of like higher concepts, but all those higher concepts are the for purpose of mm-hmm. of understanding and 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 reverent reverencing god yeah well kind of and, like yeah exactly i somewhat re- was listening to uh uh ruba Philos, and mm-hmm. he was talking about how what what happened was uh the eventually the philosophy all of hermeticism was broken up now you have astronomy, mm-hmm. you know, uh, tarot reading. Yeah, you have alchemy, you have magic over here. You know, you have all these different things that people are doing that have broken. So root cutting. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I don't know this. <laughs> Whatever that. Yeah, you know the casting of lots. Yeah, entrail reading, rolling you know, the but, bones. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying you. It, so basically, it was one. Supposed, you know, supposed to have come from one hole. Yeah, and and the thing, but it has been through time broken up into part its parts, and then and even lost the whole God thing. Yeah, you know, so it's like been, the one important thing. Yeah, the the most important thing that's supposed to run throughout them has been lost. Total, you know, pretty much, you know, to where astronomy is just about oh well, how the you know less about god and kind of just how the the universe is running your life or you know what to expect in the future and stuff and anyway that's just my opinion no i think it's a good opinion i like that so i mean but the ultimate goal of all those 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 things that have been broken up to is to adore the godhead with simple mind and soul and to honor his works so then it talks about like God and matter and creation, you know. Um, um, yeah, it does it mentions that. Yeah, we don't need to because some of this stuff gets kind of like a little. It says the whole of matter's quality then is to be creative, even though it was not created. Just as there is a fertile um, quality in the nature of matter. So anyway, the somehow you know God matter was created. You know, and and it was it's it's uh it was created for a reason anyway, but uh it here's another interesting thing in sixteen. Okay. This is another question that every that people ask. So just listen to this yeah, as okay. you read. Or you read. Okay, want well, me to mention start from Asclepius yeah. and Hammond? Yeah. Thus Asclepius and Hammond I have not said what the many say. Was God not able to put an end to evil and banish it from nature? Ooh. Yeah. One need not respond to them at all. But for your sake, I love it. It's like, don't even respond to that dumb question. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's just a silly question. But he says, uh, but I shall, but for your sake, I shall pursue this question as well since I have opened it. That's fair, right? Yeah. Okay. But I brought it up, so I'm going to tell I you. Will, I will give you an answer. Now, these people say that God should have freed the world of every kind of evil, yet evil is so much in the world that it seems almost to be an organ of the world. Yeah. 
acting as responsibly as responsible as po- responsibly reasonably. as jeez re- acting as reasonably as possible the supreme god took care to provide against evil when he designed to endow human minds with consciousness learning and understanding for it is these gifts alone by which we surpass other living things that enable us to avoid the tricks snares and vices of evil uh-huh. he that avoids them on sight before they entangle him, that person has been fortified by divine understanding and foresight, for the foundation of learning resides in the highest good. Okay, so this is, I thought this is pretty cool. That, just the fact that he's like, you know, puts that question out there. Well, well why the heck didn't God, you know, create the world a world where nothing bad happened and he's like and but he doesn't even like tippy toe around it he's like um he says uh evil is so much in the world that it seems almost to be an organ of the world you know so it's like it's like it's so prevalent yeah, it, it, why, part you of the can't world. ask the question, why does God allow the evil things to happen? It's like, well, that's, it's like saying, why does God allow the earth to, the world to be here? Well, I mean, and the one a question too is, or maybe it might be, well, what, what is evil? Is like somebody dying evil? It's true. That's you know, true. or, that's so, or is, what they are is a child, di- a child dying? Is that the evil you're talking about? Is or what is what is what is evil is it somebody doing something bad to you is that the nature of evil is that what you're talking about you know and he says that god created the world you know and it seems like there's evil in it but he gave everybody he says yeah that's true. um God took care to provide against evil when he deigned to endow human minds with consciousness. He gave you the key. Consciousness, learning, and understanding. Yes. For it is these gifts alone that enable us to avoid the the tricks and the snares. Because what's evil, I guess, what would, I mean, I guess the definition of evil is letting your vices run your life. Sure. Okay. And God gave you the key. Hey, you know, and obviously you can't avoid you, what somebody else does. That's their thing. But what you do, you can, you can, you don't have to, you know, let those desires run amok. Because human beings have a, an interesting thing in that they get like animals don't, you know, they'll eat when they can. You know, but they don't like do it to excess. Yeah, they're not. Angry. Or they'll have, you know, they'll have sex when they can or when when the season, whenever their season In is. The season thereof, yeah. Yeah, but they don't do it. They won't become obsessed with it. Sure. You know? So, I mean, saying humans will take things to excess and uh, that's that's part of what makes them divine, but... You know, is is that they can have memory and reason and stuff, but it can, but that's part that that makes that that will dr- draw them into evil too. So, anyway, 
I thought that was cool. If that makes sense. Hopefully it does. Okay. Well, um, so there you go. We've we've gone through a couple important points. That's about half of that's about half of it. Would you say this is about yeah, half yeah, so far? Yeah, we got yeah, it's, uh, fifteen. So yeah. So we've we've gone over why why there's evil in the world, why God God allows that, which is interesting. And you're um, right. That's a very common. That's like a more common question. Why people aren't equal. Yeah. Or, I mean, not in a, you know, but the, like, why is it that there's some people that seem to, yeah, or what's more common is why does God let bad things happen? Yeah. And then, well, but weren't, doesn't God create us the same? And yeah, he does. But people, you know, th- and that's actually part of the part and part of the answer is that God gave you your consciousness. You've, you've been given the same things. Yeah. It's just, how do you use it? That's and that's right. what that's you know. Do you sit around and do you do you think about the things of God? Do you listen to the top forty, or do you get in? Are get, you, into you delve prog into prog rock? Yeah. Are you listening to Yes? <laughs> <laughs> Are you listening to the Alan Parsons Project or whatever? <laughs> Emerson, or Frank Lake Zappa, Emerson, Lake, and Palmer. Isn't Frank Zappa one of them too? I think it's. I think Frank. I think some of these are like fuzzy. Yeah. I don't know. Like I don't. Led, people will, Led Zeppelin is like a really well, no, yeah, because Led Zeppelin is like people will be like, oh yeah, like like um, I wouldn't consider them. There's what well, I'm saying, but they have or Pink Floyd's a good example too. Oh, like, Pink Floyd, yeah, I think they they would be. Anyway, anyway now we're getting into something t- here, different. The but, thing is, is like yeah, so we we've been God did hook us up with like the same um ability and. I don't. I don't want to sound like an apologist there, but like, so that's the answer to the question, right? Wouldn't he? You know, what are? Yeah, what's important to you? That's that's what it comes down to. And I mean, you know, obviously, how you're raised and all those different things play something into it, you know, because, but they, they all have an effect on us. But uh, we'll get into a little more about. Um, how humankind um you know like reincarnation and stuff and how got you know the the ultimate goal but also about some prophecies with egypt yeah so the second we will the second half of this is something that i think will be more it'll be it'll be a lot of fun yeah so yeah it's got this cool thing that's kind of like out of the old testament yeah this i think it's sometimes referred to as the um Potter's Oracle. What is it called? Well, there's one called the Potter's Oracle. Okay. That's, that was written about 200 BC. Oh. That's similar to this. Okay. I'll have to look at that. And, uh, well, yeah. Um, but it's also Thoth's prophecy. That's what you're, yeah. That, that uh, yeah. If, if you look up on uh, YouTube, there's a thing where Graham Hancock reads it. And several others do, too. Yeah. So, anyway... But uh, so we're going to end this here and we're going to come back in two weeks. We're planning on it and finish this up. So sorry it's been so long, you know, but we gave you a nice chunky fat episode <laughs> <laughs> today. Hopefully, you know, we'll get uh, back into it to where we're turning out at least one a month. You know, it's just kind of 
like I said, we got a little over in over our head. We almost drowned. Yeah, it was in the deluge. Yeah, the deluge can got got real for a little bit. Serious. Like I didn't have my floaties on. <laughs> you know. Anyway, we were trying trying to just keep our heads above water in that. Yeah. It was so funny because seriously, I'd be like, oh, this is so anyway. And then I listened to it and I'd be like, no, we got this. And anyway. So anyway, we'll I'll shut up and um so again, this is uh Gnostic Deluge and we're reading this is the Hermetica by Brian Copenhaver. Specifically Asclepius. And Asclepius. so next time we'll be we'll wrapping we'll be wrapping up Asclepius. Yep. All right. Well, we'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye. Bye.